Hey everyone, welcome back to Raising Unicorns by Harmon Brothers. In today's episode, the hero's journey doesn't just apply to Star Wars. Learn how to show your customers that they are the hero. Your business is just the guide. Unicorns are real. At Harmon Brothers, we use insanely shareable video marketing to scale businesses from where they are today to where they want to be in the future. And we've been honored to help several companies grow into those majestic creatures. <laughs> On the Raising Unicorns podcast, we share the knowledge we've learned along the way to help you grow your business into the success you know it can be. So whether you're working towards that unicorn status or just going from hundreds of thousands of dollars to over a million in sales, hit subscribe and come along for the ride. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Brett here with Britt, and we're excited to talk to you today about an important topic that Britt's an expert on. That's why we brought her into this. But we want to talk about making your customer the hero and what that means compared to, you know, maybe yourself, your own brand being the hero as opposed to the guide. Do you want to give a little bit of background on that, how we look at it? Absolutely. Okay, so I think. For me, the genesis of learning this concept came from Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand. Phenomenal. It's an oldie but a goodie, so go read it if you haven't. So I did become a certified guide with them to teach businesses how to position themselves as the guide and their customers as the hero. And we do that in a special way at Harmon Brothers since we have our big, amazing productions that are funny and endearing. But the, the basis of this principle is we're following the hero's journey. And in the hero's journey, the person that goes from having a problem to solving that problem is the hero. And the hero is where all the action happens. The hero is where we relate. The hero is where we grow. Um, and if you are positioning your business as the hero then the customer really has no interest in you, right? They want to be the ones to grow. They want to be the ones to uh, experience that transformation. They're the ones with the problem. So if you are talking about yourself, then they really have no use for you, right? Yeah, yeah. I think a great example of it is I don't buy Nikes because I want Nike to be awesome or because I, you know, I, I want to build their brand. I buy yeah. Nikes because I want to be the best at the sport that I'm playing. I want to be the hero in that situation, right? And I think Absolutely. Nike, other brands do a really good job in their advertising of helping their customers to feel like they're heroes. They're empowering them to reach their goals and, and become that thing that they want to become rather than Nike taking the credit for it. They help. Absolutely. They're what we call the guide but the really the customer, the, the user is the hero. Exactly, exactly. I think that's a fantastic example. I mean, who doesn't remember the Nike commercials of the late 90s where we were all empowered to run like a girl and be like Mike and all those, yeah. you know, kind of things that made us feel like we could take on the world. Yeah, uh, you're dating yourself a bit with the with the 90s references, Britt, but that's fine. No, I see, I don't think I am because <laughs> those are referenced so often that I think even the young Younger, the you know well i'm a millennial but even gen x or no sorry the other the other one gen z <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not that way the other way um is gonna understand they're they're so iconic but yes okay i'm old dudes i am old <laughs> i'm an old woman no don't don't say that because i know the age difference between the two of us okay all right <laughs> moving on so there's a couple of examples in ads that i wanted to go over and one of them i think one of my favorites that Harmon brothers has created Britt, i know you love this one but 
when we talk about chat books oh and the gosh. real mom it's, it's literally my favorite Harmon brothers ad that's ever been created and i've written on other ones so that's saying something that is saying something you've written some great stuff but it is i think so iconic because we just nailed the real mom as the hero and, and we can't take all the credit for that. Lisa, who's the actress, is just fantastic. Nailed She's the spot. Um, mm-hmm. she, she is the real mom. But I think there's a few interesting things that we can learn about that spot because one of the things we were just mentioning is that she was so good because so many people saw themselves in her shoes. Exactly. So incredibly relatable. It, like You can't watch that as a mother and not relate to it you know, in some, on some level. The ad opens with her talking about all the stuff that she has going on and the fact that she doesn't have time for like this, this big scrapbooking hobby that, uh, you know, that some people, or I would say maybe in the past that people felt like they had to participate in, in order to capture the memories of their family and, and their children and those types of things. And so the ad opens on her in a bathtub and she looks so relaxed, but then she stands up out of the bathtub. And you should check out the BTS of that. It was so cool. Yeah, the way the bathtub worked was was just really innovative, uh, just kind of an ingenious contraption there. But she stands up out of the bathtub, and then you realize she's fully clothed. And then her son pops out of the bathtub. They've been counting how long he's been holding breath or whatever. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's not only a great hook, but it instantly helps you identify with this hero who uh, who is not chat books, by the way. I have three kids and I work from home, so people always ask me how I stay so calm and organized. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do you think I have time for a bath? I'm fully clothed. I fell in the tub while I was timing my son holding his breath. <gasps> 26 seconds! Now go fetch mommy's hair dryer. Motherhood goes by too fast. I haven't slept more than four hours in 12 years. My diet consists of the protein bars and pita chips I inhale in the dark in my pantry. And my children are growing like weeds, but I barely have enough time to keep them alive, let alone print pictures of them. (laughs) Instead of talking about chat books as the hero, we see this mother who is just like the rest of us, struggles with the same things, and Chatbooks comes in as a way to help her be a mom without spending so much time on what's probably considered the less important stuff. And I would even say be the best mom she could be, right? Right, Like there's this, there's a lot of expectation around motherhood, all that kind of stuff, but once your once your child has grown older, you're like, oh, I should have, oh, I should have, right? And there's right. always that kind of outside voice, like, are you, are you taking pictures all the time? Are you making sure to, you know, enjoy every moment? Which is like the yeah. one phrase that every mother hates, like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of moments as a dad that I'm like, can we just get this over with? Like, right. I need my kid to be five or six already. Like, this is getting ridiculous. Exactly. Um, but once your first is older with your younger kids, you're like, oh my gosh, I know that this is going to go by so fast. I need to be, you know, I need to be scrapbooking. I need to be putting these together because I'm going to want this in the future because I want this for my first now that they're out of that phase. One thing that I I do want to call attention to is how aspirational her character really is. Because, yes, she has all the problems of a regular mom and or dad, right? Like, I'm not as in that parenting role. Things are always crazy. Everything's on fire all the time, right? (laughs) Yeah. But she is counting the seconds her kid is underwater in the bathtub 
and then praising him for it, right? She's sitting on the floor outside of the bathroom waiting for her toddler to go potty because he wants privacy, right? Like the way that they have shown, not told, but shown that this mother is a great mother is so aspirational for all moms because we lose our crap. Like we do. It's just reality. You know, it's like, I don't have time to sit outside. You need to go do your business and I need to get to the laundry or whatever it is. (laughs) <laughs> and so, like, her, the the attention to detail about how aspirational this character is, is, like, you can be this incredible mom who has everything on fire, but you're still funny, you're still yourself, you're still engaging through the use of this thing, which is chatbooks, right? That same yeah. concept could it be applied to so many other products, too. Yeah, and I think that's a great point. So there's so much focus on her as the character, and it makes her the hero. It makes her be the mom that you want to be, right? Like, I, I'm a dad. I want to be just like her. Uh, but I think the <laughs> the interesting thing is, we didn't go in and talk about the kind of paper that the that the book is printed on. We didn't go in and talk about the the binding and and the how vibrant the colors are and all that kind of stuff, right? Yep. I think right. um what enables the ad to be so effective is that people identify with this real mom and they say, "You know what? That's what I want to be like." And yes, we talk about chapbooks in the ad, but chapbooks is something that's helping her to to live her life without some of the other worries that she would otherwise have. And I think that's the key. That's what makes chapbooks the guide and the mom or the customer, whoever the customer is, the hero in this situation. Absolutely. Uh, okay, let's talk about one more. And Brent, I think you did some writing on this one, right? <laughs> Skull Shaver? I did, yes. So Skull Shaver was awesome, great product, super fun to write on. So we went with the concept of Mr. Smooth. So this this product, I, love this I mean, guy. they have a product for women, but this product was particularly positioned for men. And so right. we wanted a male spokesperson to be the hero. So this character is actually really fun and interesting. He he we call him Mr. Smooth, but he does every like everything in his life is just he is so smooth. He's like effortless, right? Yep. So yep. Some examples are he has just an absolutely beautiful wife. Um, he, <laughs> we have a, a scene right. where he's winning an underground cage fight. You can shave while to run your way to the big meeting. Sales are up. Or while you paint a picture of your beautiful wife. It's perfect. Not you are. Or while you win an underground pit fight. <clears throat> Surprise! <laughs> Get a smooth shave anywhere, anytime with Skull Shaver. Dang, a smooth skull shaver. The power of a smooth, clean shave in the palm of your hand. Right? Yeah, I, I <laughs> like, love that He's part. just yeah. moving from part of his life to part of his life to part of his life where he's just dominating in all aspects. And I think that that is very aspirational for, for all people. But for men, um, they want they want to be winning in all parts of their life. Like, what do you think, Brett? No, I love it too. Like the scene as he's just walking through the different rooms, essentially, he's just moving through space and the camera's following him. Uh, I love the part when he uh, when he's in the bathroom and his wife comes walking in and she slips, he catches her. And uh, he's like, careful, slippery when smooth. Oh. 
You know, like yeah. it's just like you said, everything he does is so smooth that it becomes comical. And I think yeah. that's what I like about it. You know, he's not the pretentious bro. You know, he, he's yeah. while he is super smooth, way more smooth than I would ever even hope to be. He's still relatable. He's humorous. And I think that's how you're able to identify with him. And then again, we go back to the fact that you don't see the pit bull, the, the skull shaver as the hero in this. It, we have beautiful product shots. Uh, we have the product in use, different things like that. But throughout the whole thing, the pit bull is basically helping him to live his best life. It's helping mm-hmm. him to be smooth in one very specific area of his life. That's his bald head. But in actuality, the way we're showing it is that that confidence that that inspires allows him to be smooth in every area of his life. And I think that's the key. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think the concept in both of these ads is your product is enabling the transformation of the of the ideal customer right so from not smooth to smooth which is hands-on particularly his head but then he's also able to be smooth right and then with chat books it was from crazy disorganized everything's on fire to i can actually do something but i'm not actually doing it yeah it's like i can do this one thing right Mm-hmm. And it takes no effort at all. Yes. You know? yes. And I think that's a great feeling for a parent, uh, any type of person really that has a ton of responsibility to have. It's like, there's at least this one thing that's effortless. I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. This translates to every part of your messaging, right? So whether it's messaging in ads, whether it's messaging on your websites and landing pages, messaging in your emails, messaging, even if you are doing cold outreach, um, messaging Mm -hmm. in your deliverables, every way that you're positioning your product, the spokesperson is a reflection of your ideal customer who is the hero, right? And your product enables a transformation of the hero. Is that, am, That's I, right. am I being, t- is that clear? You're exactly right. I can't count the number of emails I get every week, these cold outreach emails. And they're like, hi, we're a WordPress developer that yes. that creates these amazing things. And I'm like, stop, that is not how you do it. That is not how you're going to get me to respond to your email. I don't care what you do. If you lead with something more like, hey, Brett, I noticed you have a WordPress website, which we don't, by the way please don't email. But I noticed that you have a WordPress website and there's these two things that are really great about it. But there was this one thing as I was going through your site that I think could use some work. And if you were to do that, these are the results that you could see. If that would be helpful to you, just hit reply and let me know and we can chat about it. That is such a different approach and I think so much more effective. And so when you bring up this concept of making your customer the hero rather than yourself the hero is so powerful that uh, entire businesses have been built off doing it right. Yes. I think there's one other thing that we should mention, which is the ways that you can identify whether or not you're doing this right. Because sometimes you start you know, writing messaging, whether it's website copy or whatever, and you get down this path and we just naturally, people want to talk about themselves, right? Like a person's favorite word in the world is their own name. And so it's natural for people to, to fall into this, you know, not consciously saying that they're the hero, but presenting themselves and what they do is the hero. But I think there are some interesting techniques that you can use to, to ask yourself a quick question and decide if you're going down the wrong path and need to change course real quick to get into this more, uh, no, the customer's the hero. You're just the guide type mindset. Yeah, absolutely. So one mechanism that we use, Harmon Brothers is called What's In It For Me. No, we don't call it that, Britt. You call it with them. I call it with them. <laughs> 
because I'm lazy. But um, yeah, what's in it for me? So basically what you need to do is put yourself in the opposite position, right? Put yourself in as the buyer. Mm -hmm. And you know, what's in it for me? What am I getting out of this? And so if you're writing an email or if you're writing a landing page or if you are writing an ad or recording some social content or whatever it is, you don't want to approach it like me and my company were so great. Think about what's in it for the person watching. What's in it for the person listening? What are they getting out of this? And hopefully that's a mental trigger for you to reorient yourself. Right. To talk about it in a different way. You know, I love the example you brought up, Brett. Cold outreach. You know, I, I get so many emails like that too. Right. Like, you know. So painful. <laughs> And I, I really think that they think that the more techno babble speak they use, <laughs> the more I'll be like, ooh, you've got something that I don't know about. Yeah. But that's not how it works. Yeah. Like, I don't freaking care. You are in, literally <laughs> invading my inbox. Exactly. Yeah, maybe that is the Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think another way that I've heard you talk about it that I really like, specifically when you're looking at, well, it could be any type of messaging, but in website copy, are you ask yourself, are you talking about yourself, your company, or are you talking about the result that you provide to your, your audience? And I think mm -hmm. that's another way of looking at it. If your website sounds like one big about us page, about us pages, they might have their place, right? But usually they're so like, nobody's gonna visit that page. I don't wanna hear someone talk about themselves or their company or exactly. how this, this company was founded in 1956 by a guy who, uh, those stories are so, um, usually so uninspiring, at least in copy format, that I think just asking yourself, wait, am I talking about myself? Am I talking about my my product? Or am I talking about the results that the product produces? And I think that's one way that you can kind of flip the script. Absolutely. I, I love that idea of, does your website sound like a giant about us page? Like, Go to your website right now. Does it look like a giant about us page? That yeah. is, that's, I mean, we should call that a test. Is this a, our, our about us test? The about us right? page like, test. That's yeah, I like it. Such a great thing. So what are, tell me some examples that people often use that they may not realize that they're just being self-aggrandizing and they don't need to talk about themselves. What are some of the things that they generally will, will say? Oh man, well, you see it a lot in... Uh, like email newsletters and things like that, you that's a, a case where it's so important to ask what's in it for me. If you want hmm. someone's attention, you have to be providing value to them. And so yes. if your messaging is about the awards that your company has won, you if your messaging is about some press article that you were in, right? If you're, if you're trumpeting your own success, you are not allowing your customer to be the hero. You're making yourself the hero. And that's a big problem. And so I think if you go back and we look at the wrong way to do it, in a lot of ways, it's talking about your features instead of your benefits. Um, if you can talk about your your benefits, what you're doing for your customers or what more, uh, maybe a better way of saying that is what your customers have been able to achieve by using mm -hmm. your product or your service, then you're putting yourself in the position of, hey, these guys are amazing. We were able and honored to help them in that in that progression. That's, that's a better way of approaching it. Um, Britt, I know one of the things that you mentioned is that when you're talking about features, you're generally speaking about yourself. So it's like, we do this thing or we have this, you know, this unique formula or we have this patented process or, you know, people don't care about your patents. People don't care about your unique processes. In many cases, they're a place and a time for that. Uh, but specifically when we're talking about ads at the top of the funnel, that is not the place to get into some of that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I just want to call out one 
particular example that just rubs me the wrong way is when businesses tell their customers how many sales they have gotten. Right. So there's a right way to do this and there's a wrong way to do this. What I would say is if you're saying things like we've built our business to such and such amount of sales every year, Mm -hmm. like stop it. Like that does not make people want to buy from you. I mean, if you're talking about the social proof aspect of, you know, 10,000 people have uh, lost 50 pounds or more with our blah, blah, blah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Talk about that. Right. Right. Like, right. But don't say we have, you, you know, we've grown year over year. Uh, nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear that. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. Social so that, proof that's is... That's a particular, like, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> social proof is super important, but there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And the right way to do it is to talk about your customers. Make them the hero, yes. right? In, yeah. Instead of making yourself the hero. That's, a, that's actually a fantastic point. Good way of looking at it. Okay. I was just going to say... You you commented on don't use features, and I I absolutely am on board with that. Like nine for ninety five percent of the funnel, right. but I do think that at the very bottom of the funnel, right when people are ready to purchase, they want to know specifics because they're comparing products. That's right, right. Yep. So that is where your thread count matters. That yep. is where your paperweight matters. That's where your memory, your your RAM, your whatever. I, yeah, I'm your, not a your hard drive space or, yeah. Right. There you go. That's where you want them to understand how the specifics of your product, the features are better than your competitors, better than the, someone else that they might buy from. So great distinction. Um, yep. You know, like your guarantee, that's where your guarantee matters. Um, that kind of stuff. Good point. There is a place for features. Um, usually features are talking about yourself uh, and benefits you're talking about your customers, right? So uh, when you look at an Apple ad going back to kind of the computer, the the hardware side of things, Apple doesn't talk much about that. What they talk about is the creativity that their users are able to express by using Apple products. But when you get to their website, and you're deciding, you're getting ready to check out, you're going to see all the lists of features. You're going to see the comparisons and all those sorts of things because that's the right place in the funnel to give that kind of information. So great distinction there, Britt. Okay, we'll go ahead and wrap it up by recapping some of the points that we made. So the first one is your customer is the hero. You're the guide. I mean, that was the topic of this entire episode. And it's so important because once you make that change, you're able to see a serious difference in not only the sales that you're able to get out of your advertising, but you're also able to start building a brand. Really, that's the way that you build a brand is by making your customer the hero instead of thinking so much about, oh, how do I make my company, my product, the hero? Absolutely. Along those lines, the product enables your customer, the hero, to be the best version of themselves. It enables that transformation that your product creates in them. Another one, put yourself in your customer's shoes and ask, what's in it for me? Whiff them. Whiff them. Don't don't forget, whiff them. If there's one thing you take away from this episode, it's Brit's weirdness. I mean, Brit's... uh, (laughs) Brits, um, shoot, what do we even call that? I'm quirky. I don't know. Yeah. What's the, Remember yeah. Brits. A- the acronym of WIFM. Brits yes. quirky acronyms. Okay. Uh, so what's in it for me? And by asking that, you're able to flip the script and put yourself in your customer's shoes where you can actually say, hey, these are the things that really matter. This is the transformation that our product enables in people. And that's what they're going to identify with. Okay. Uh, another one, talk about benefits not features. And Britt, you have an important distinction to that. Where should we use benefits versus where should we use features in our messaging? So 95% of your funnel needs to be 
benefits where you know <laughs> did you say f- I'm did you say for benefits <laughs> i did for benefits so 95 percent um, of your funnel needs to be benefits but there is a place for features right exactly so features you're comparing and contrasting at the bottom of the funnel right before people are ready to buy so in ads that's mostly google adwords um mm. i guess they don't call it that anymore I'm dating myself again. Again, dating yourself, Um, come on. I know. And around your call, you know, if you have calls to action that are very, very lower funnel, then right before that, you can compare and contrast features, so. Awesome, okay. And one final point, this applies to how much of your marketing? 110%. 110% of your marketing, if you're really good at math like Britt is. So yeah, this is good for your advertising, good for your website, good for your social media, your email sequences, any touch point that you have with customers. And frankly, internally, your employees, you should be using this same methodology of looking at like, hey, how do I make this person the hero, right? That's how you're going to find success. And how can you enable that success by being a great guide? And that's where you're going to find the sweet spot. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you joining. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Uh, Bye-bye now. (laughs) Thanks, Britt. It's been fun. See ya. Tired of playing catch-up on your marketing approach? Plan your whole year of ad content with our video strategy in a day. The Harmon Brothers are known for their ad work with Lumi, Purple, and Skull Shaver. And now we're offering a 20-minute video that helps you strategize your best profit-pushing ad research, messaging, and testing for free. Because a win for great businesses is a win for all of us. Go to harmanbrothers.com forward slash video strategy to save future you a lot of stress with no pitch and nothing to buy.